The Paralympics and the Olympic Games have kept London under a spotlight all summer long. The British capital has responded with a host of special events. London's Millennium Bridge, for instance, got its own soundscape. It's an audio installation that visitors hear as they cross the Thames between the Tate Modern Art Gallery and St. Paul's Cathedral. The BBC's Beth McLeod spoke to soundscape creator Martin Ware, and she filed this report. This footbridge is a great place to idle and take in views of some of London's most famous landmarks. St Paul's Cathedral, the Globe Theatre, Tower Bridge. And now there's another reason to linger here a little longer. When you leave the traffic and bustle of the riverbank behind and step out over the water, there are ghostly snatches of sounds playing out from speakers mounted on the arms of the bridge. It's a kind of magic realist, poetic, impressionistic view of this part of the river and also the historical life of uh, the banks of the river at this point in London. 1814, and ice so thick. An elephant was seen under Blackfriars Bridge. This trip from St Paul's to the Tate is a very interesting part of the river anyway. The north symbolises church, power, government, money, the city of London... And the South is more about culture. The globe, the glory of the bank, flanked with a ditch and forced out of a marsh. I noticed people when we arrived on the bridge sort of stopping slightly startled <laughs> and, and wondering, wondering where the sound was coming from. That's right. When we first switched it on, people were going, where? They were looking underneath the bridge for the choir. You also notice that people tend to congregate around where the speakers are and go into a kind of reverie, and that was the idea, this kind of meditative state. Then they're more receptive to the actual content as well. Bride Lane. Distaff Lane. Tudor Street. Downstream, Puddle Dock. Wheat, cattle, oysters, hides. I mean, I I come from Sheffield originally, but I've lived in London for 30 years, and I've always thought the most fascinating part of London uh, are the amazing uh, names of the streets in the city of London. These tiny alleyways called amazing names, and you always want to know what on earth was going on in these incredible places. Skinner's legs become trick names. This is Eric Whitaker's Water Night. He got people from around the world, from nearly 100 countries, to sing into their laptops. And then he assembled it all into a 3,000-piece choir. And I just think it sounds incredible. I mean, it gives me shivers every time I hear it. And there are snatches as well of nursery rhymes that would be very familiar to most people. Well, a lot of them were associated with historical stuff. You know, of course, all the songs associated with the bells of the different churches near here. I find all that stuff fascinating, and it's all part of our... It's in our DNA, you know, it just tickles us when we hear it. When I grow rich, say the bells of Fleet Ditch. Part of the mission of this entire soundscape is to reawaken the um, pride in London. I think in much the same way as the Olympics has done. Um, it, all, it was all a bit of a surprise to me, because I've always found that London to be quite a hard place to deal with, you know, in terms of travelling around. Everybody's a little bit miserable, generally. But this entire process of creating this soundscape has made me feel incredibly proud of London. It's an amazing place. The BBC's Beth McLeod reporting from London's Millennium Bridge, which got a lot more visitors this past summer. This is PRI.